By Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire, in the spirit of Rev. C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of Earl and Clement S.R., Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrian Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Kudjo Wilding B.S., Martin Jew, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. If you ever think you are too small to make a change, then you have never slept with a mosquito. Ending 50 Years of Waste Fraud and Abuse The DEA was created to deal with America's growing drug problem. However, we have also come to know the war on drugs was a fraudulent deception to disrupt, destroy and control communities of color throughout America. So why has the president not declared an end to 50 years of fraud and waste in the war on drugs as he has done in Afghanistan? At the time of the DEA creation, the good intentions of this newly formed agency focused on the well-organized international drug trafficking syndicates. However, as the years passed, efforts of this arm of law enforcement have morphed into attacking and arresting American medical professionals by redefining medical procedures and misclassifying narcotic medication schedules. We know, for example, MED is enormously harmful as a one-size-fits-all criterion for public policy, which is precisely the manner in which the revision writers have used it. The central measure of value assumed by the CDC draft writers is still reduction in morphine milligram equivalent dose, MMED. But it is now known from multiple sources, including a June 2021 FDA workshop, that this measure is unsupported by the medical literature. 1. So why is, this guideline reduction being used? 2. Where is our House of Representatives? 3. Where is our United States Senate? Thus far, after the unfortunate 2016 CDC guideline was implemented, an enormous toll of suicide by intractable pain patients has occurred. And these are continuing as such patients, striving to adapt to a life of underdosed, 90 MME parameter, narcotics without analgesia and, inexcusably due to DEA agents threatening and DOJ lawyers prosecuting of hundreds of pain care physicians around the country, abrupt cold turkeying of pain relief-dependent patients. Not to mention the national paranoia all this federal interference in medical care has caused. So why have both the U.S. House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate, the federal judiciary, and the executive branches of government failed to take action despite overwhelming evidence of the extreme dangers of this law enforcement practice posed to the healthcare of our citizens? People are dying from pain. According to Helen Borrell, R.N., Ph.D., the book American Agony The Opioid War Against Patient in Pain. Doctors are frightened because the DEA raids of their colleagues' offices claim, we found out there are hundreds of doctors in prison in our country, without real legal evidence they did anything wrong. Just because they gave people like us a chance at pain relief with a legal narcotic. When people assemble and work towards common goals. Without strong leadership, a shift in objectives will take place. The obvious shift from the enforcement upon Colombia and Mexico cartels to the enforcement upon American medical professionals clearly shows a fear by the drug enforcement agencies. Simply put, doctors and pharmacists are easier enforcement targets. Kabul, Afghanistan, August 17, 2021, Zabi Hala Mujahid, the Taliban spokesman for nearly two decades who worked in the shadows, makes his first ever public appearance to address concerns about the Taliban reputation with women's education, appearance and rights, television music, and executions, 
during a press conference in Kabul, Afghanistan, Tuesday, August 17, 2021. Marcus Yam slash Los Angeles Times. The United States Congress allocated to the DEA $8.6 billion which was promptly wasted. Mike Ludwig, Truthout published August 19, 2021. U.S. taxpayers spent $8.6 billion on eradication, counter-narcotics, and alternative economic development campaigns, but opium production in Afghanistan soared during most of the U.S. occupation. Opium production increased by 37% between 2019 and 2020 alone, and the area under cultivation was one of the largest ever recorded, according to the United Nations. Like the global drug war, experts say the drug war in Afghanistan only made heroin and opium more lucrative for warlords and traffickers, including the Taliban. U.S. troops protect poppies in Afghanistan. So why have both the U.S. House of Representatives and the Senate failed to give oversight over the billions of dollars wasted and cannot be accounted for by the DEA? Mother Jones. We spent $7.6 billion to crush the Afghan opium trade, and it's doing better than ever, Mother Jones. As the drug dealers became more politically and technology savvy, the funding and organizational willpower declined. Several agents were caught working for drug lords. The DEA lost its way. Much of their efforts were arresting low-level, American drug dealers have failed. According to the Cigars Report, Increased interdiction operations later proved unsustainable because they had depended on the temporary influx of troops. Specialized Afghan counter-drug units developed promising capacity, but were hindered by corruption within the larger judicial system and lack of high-level support from the Afghan government. Your doctor and pharmacist are easier enforcement targets for the DEA. However, the DEA can no longer stop the flow into this country. They can no longer fight and reduce the major drug trafficking within the United States because the DEA are culprits in trafficking by turning their heads the other way. As found in the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction, Cigars Report. Despite increasing alignment between DEA and DOD, progress in the Afghan judicial sector did not keep pace. Those pursuing the arrest and conviction of drug traffickers, rather than the militarized disruption that characterized DEA fast units and TF-333, had reached an impasse. U.S. protecting opium fields and wasting $8.3 billion. In the absence of an extradition agreement, and with little confidence in an often corrupt and still nascent Afghan judicial system, DEA agents found it difficult to advance their cases. Number 322. Their efforts suffered a significant setback with the arrest of Mohammad Zia Salehi, an aide to President Karzai, by the FBI-mentored Major Crimes Task Force in July 2010 and his subsequent release.323 outraged by the arrest of Salehi on corruption charges, President Karzai ordered the seizure of all files related to the Salehi arrest and authorized an investigation into the handling of the case. Number 324. Afghan Farmer Tending Poppy Crops. The Afghan administration then began to dismantle. The law enforcement infrastructure that had been established, including the wiretaps, polygraphs, and presence of DOJ personnel assigned to mentor Afghan staff. Number 325. As a result, DEA became increasingly reluctant to invest resources in an environment where its agents could not develop cases. As one senior law enforcement official summarized, after all of that work, all of that expense, and all of that danger, DEA's Special Operations Division said we are not going to do it anymore. Number 326. American Soldier on Patrolligan Poppy Crop. Is it that the doctors and pharmacists are being targeted for competing against the DEA's heroin? So it appears precisely why DOJ, DEA, in order to maintain their funding and legitimacy they now go after medical professionals in America. In this case, 
medical professionals have become their targets of intimidation, bullying as the DEA has sought to wage war upon them and their patients. 4. What professional law enforcement agency would search and seize property based on an administrative inspection warrant? 5. What professional law enforcement agency would lose seized property, only the DEA, why has this type of criminal activity permitted? 6. How is it that the medical profession has allowed DEA to redefine, misclassify narcotic medication? Defining the criminality of the DEA. Differential association theory is a criminology theory that looks at the acts of the criminal as learned behaviors. Agents learn to do wrong as right. This agency has been found discriminating against African-American agents, and they believe they are doing nothing wrong. If this agency is allowed to continue into the future, America will witness an increased shift in the increased illicit distribution and sales of drugs. This theory is based on the fact that human behavior develops through experiences and the observations of others. As the DEA continues to lie upon American medical personnel, they will continue to ignore the real criminal matters. The American society will succumb to accept the geopolitical factors of intercontinental sales and distribution of drugs in our own backyard. Is the Congress ready to move and abolish after 50 years of failure, fraud, waste, and abuse the United States Drug Enforcement Administration? For now, you are within. You are within the norms.com, Winton Marsalis Concerto for Trumpet and Two Oboes, 1984. The Norms.